0: A while back I did an episode, number 173, on screen scraping with the Scrapey Library. Now I got a lot of good feedback in the comments for this episode on alternative solutions to screen scraping, so thank you everyone for sending feedback on that. So I got so many good solutions, uh, alternatives, that I decided to do another screencast on the same topic with some other tools, and that's what I'm doing in this episode. So I encourage you to uh, compare this screencast with the earlier one and see which libraries and techniques you prefer. In this episode I'll be working with the same basic problem where I have a list of products and what I want to do is fill in the price for each of these products based on another website, in this case walmart.com. So if we go to that site we have the ability to search for products. So let's just search for something and then it'll show up with a list of products that we can fetch prices from. Now, first of all, make sure you have permission to do this on the website that you're accessing because some websites don't allow you to scrape the content from their their site. And another thing, also double check to make sure the website doesn't have some kind of API or maybe an RSS feed or something that's more designed for you to extract from the site. But if there are not one of those alternatives, then you can just scrape the actual HTML off the site and parse through that. So what we want to do is basically grab the price of a specific product on walmart.com and then apply it into our database. So instead of using the scrapey library, in this episode, I want to use Nokogiri. This allows me to parse the HTML. It also works with XML and a few other languages to extract content from it. So I really like the way Nokogiri, uh, for one thing, is really fast. Another thing, uh, the interface just feels much cleaner than scrapey to me, partly because it's more directly, like you're directly accessing the HTML rather than going through uh, some kind of DSL. Now, if you're using Snow Leopard for your operating system, uh, the installation may be as simple as just gem install Nokogiri. But if you're using an older version of OS X and maybe some other operating systems, you may need to manually specify where the libxml2 is located because that's a dependency that Nokogiri relies on. So you may need to install libxml2 manually and then point to it through this command. So this is what that command might look like to install Nokogiri after you have compiled libxml2. Uh, into your own custom directory. So in this case, it's under user local, but you might want to place it into a different directory and then point to it through here when you're installing the Nokogiri gem. But if you're using Snow Leopard, don't worry about it. You could just do gem install Nokogiri because it has a newer version of lib.xml2 already. So I'll post this snippet into the show notes as well as a link to further installation instructions if you're having trouble installing it. So once that's installed, you can use the really nice interface for parsing the HTML. It allows you to use CSS3 selectors in order to extract exactly what you want. And I really, really enjoy this, and it's very powerful. Now let's first try Nokogiri out in a plain Ruby script before we actually bring it into our Rails application so we can play around with it a bit and test our results and see how well it works. So let's first, in this plain Ruby script, let's just require uh, RubyGems first and then Nokogiri. And I'm also going to require uh, OpenUri so that we can grab the contents of a URL pretty easily. So let's uh, fetch our Walmart URL first. So I'll work off that Batman search that I performed earlier and just grab the URL to that page and just paste that in here. And then we want to use Nokogiri to parse this. So let's create a new Nokogiri document and actually say it's an HTML document and just use OpenURI here to uh, open up the content of that URL and just bring it on into Nokogiri. So now let's just try something really simple like extract the title of this HTML document. So we can do that by calling at CSS on here and then passing in a CSS selector like title. And the reason we're using the at CSS method is because we just want to extract one element of this document. And then we could just call text on this to get the inner text content of this element that we're calling here. And uh, so let's just print this out and run this. So there we go, that's the title of that HTML document, which we fetched quite easily. Now let's do something a little bit more complex where we fetch all the items in the search results and then display the title along with the price. So what we'll need to do is determine the CSS selector to use in order to uh, fetch this content. Now in an earlier episode, number 173, I showed you how to do this using the Firefox extension. However, in this episode, I want to use something that I think is a lot better called Selector Gadget. So you can find this at selectorgadget.com. And what's really nice is this is just a bookmarklet that you can just drag into your bookmark bar. So it'll work both in Safari and Firefox. So now we just have to go to the page that we want to parse and then just click that selector gadget bookmarklet and then it gives us this nice toolbar with some really cool functionality so i'm going to move this up to the top here so that i can more easily select what we want to uh... match on this page so let's say i want to match the title of the product here so i can click this and then i can look at what else was highlighted on this page and as you can see it was the title of the product so each of the products is being highlighted which is what i want and you can see that the CSS selector is just a simple dot prod link. So that's the way to get the CSS selector for the title of the product. Let's try something else. Let's do uh, the price. So if we click on the price, we can see that, well, it selected our price, but it also selected a few other things that we don't want. And so all you have to do is just click on what you don't want, and then it will do like a negative or subtraction of that type of tag. So it uh, smartly guesses what you're trying to do. Uh, retrieve uh, through CSS selectors. And then so we can scroll down here and see that some prices are being selected properly, but others aren't. So we can click on this to add this kind of price. And as you can see, it added some stuff that we don't want. So we can click on whatever we don't want. And then we can kind of fine tune to select exactly what we want on the page here. So now all of our prices are selected like we want. And that is the CSS selector that we end up with, that we can use in our uh, Nokogiri script there. So let's do one more, let's just clear this, and I also want to match just the, each item in the row in general, so I can click this, uh, and that just matches the first row, I want to match all of them, so I just click this, and then it'll match all the rows, all the selected products in the search. So, that's the CSS selector for that. So, this is a very cool way to just select whatever you want on the page through CSS. So, now we can use those CSS selectors in our script to extract out the content that we want. So, let's first loop through all the items and products that were found in the search results. Now, we can do that by calling CSS and then passing in the CSS selector, which will fetch all of those found products. In this case, it's just a simple call to item. Now this will return an array of many elements, which we can then loop through. So let's just loop through each of these and then for each of the items, let's just print out the title. So let's just say item and then at CSS and we can extract out the uh, title, which is the prod link uh, CSS class and then just grab the text content of that prod link anchor tag. So now when we run this, this is the result we get, a list of each of the products on that search result page, exactly what we want. Next, let's also fetch the price of this product along with the title. So I'm just going to separate this out, so we'll fetch the title and the price here too. So to do that I can call at CSS here, again on the item, and then use that selector which we fetched through uh, the selector gadget tool To fetch the price content and so i can grab the textual content out of that and i'm also going to do some extraction here through a regular expression just to make sure that we're only fetching the price part of the string because a a little bit more extra will come with it too so uh, let's just fetch everything uh... that's a number and a period there we go so that will actually use a bit of regular expression to Fetch, extract the price out of that string, and then let's just print this out with the title and the price. There we go. And when we run it again, we get a list of each of the products along with their prices, just like we expect them. Now, what if we wanted to display the URL to this product along with this information? So, in order to extract the URL for each of the products, we would need to extract the HREF attribute out of this prod link element here, because this is an anchor tag and we would need to extract the HREF attribute. So to do that, it's actually quite easy. You just call uh, with square brackets on an element, and then you could just uh, extract the attribute content through that. So we'll just fetch the HREF. And then when we run that script, we get the links to all of those products as well. So now that we have an understanding of how NokoGiri works, we can apply it to our Rails application. So we want to do something very similar to what we're doing here. So I'll just copy this. Now I'm going to do this through a rake task in my application. So I'm going to add a new file in the tasks directory here. I'll just call it product prices rake. So in here we could just create a new rake task. Uh, let's also create a description here. Uh, fetch product prices and we'll call it fetch prices and we'll have it uh, load the environment if i can spell it correctly as well so it'll load up the rails environment and i'll just paste in this script in here and do a few modifications to it now the first thing we'll want to do here is loop through all the products which currently don't have a price so we can say product.find all by price is nil and for each of these we want to basically extract the price in here. Next we'll have to update this URL so that we're searching based off of the product's name. Now we can't just insert the product's name into here directly because this is instead of a URL, it might have spaces and so on. So what we want to do is encode it using a CGI escape so that is properly formatted for the URL. And then we just fetch the Nokogiri document. And then, well, all we're really interested in is the price of the product. So we can actually delete a lot of this stuff because we're just extracting out the price element from the search results. So this will just fetch the first element it comes to that matches this CSS selector, which is the first price product price, which is what we want. And then we'll just update the product update the attribute of price on there to the price that we found. Let me take that dollar sign out so it doesn't uh, include that. Alright, let's give this a try. Uh, Rake Fetch Prices. Well, we didn't get any errors, so that's a good sign. Let's check out our page and see if the price is updated. And going to our site, there we go. Looks like our price is updated properly to the ones based off of Walmart. So that's how you can extract content from other websites using Nokogiri and that cool selector gadget for determining which CSS selectors to use. It's a pretty powerful combination of tools for screen scraping. So this works really well for extracting content from a single page on a website. But what if you need to interact more with the website and perhaps log in or some other steps before you actually extract content? Well, that's where Mechanized can come into play, which I'll be covering in the next episode.